Here we are in the homeland. It is winter, and it will be spring again. We've known other winters and survived them. It is winter, and it will be spring again. From the American naturalist Hal Borland, 1900-1978. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for January 25th to February 1st, 2013, the full wolf moon. Some natural and unnatural events for this quarter moon. As the days grow longer, the cold grows stronger, says the northern proverb. And that's just what has been happening as the Polar Express roars in with its fresh freight of Arctic air for the second cold snap this month and the coldest since 2009. So knowing that it's easy to get confused about how cold it really is, what with Fahrenheit, centigrade, Celsius, Kelvin, wind chill factor, and so forth, we offer again the handy Awanajo Almanac winter temperature conversion table as follows. 32 degrees Fahrenheit, distilled water freezes. Moosehead Lake begins to drop from its high of 33 degrees last summer. 20 degrees Fahrenheit. Alabamans don their long johns, coats, boots, gloves, and hats, if they have them. Mainers slip flannel shirts over their tees, but they don't button them yet. (laughs) Zero degrees Fahrenheit. Floridians start dropping from the cold. Mainers close their storm windows. Minus 10 Fahrenheit, mobs of Arizonans start climbing over the wall to get into Mexico. Maine Girl Scouts sell cookies door to door. Minus 25 Fahrenheit, Las Vegas shatters into tiny sparkling shards. And Mainers rummage around for their winter coats. Minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit, Washington, D.C. runs out of hot air, finally. And Mainers let the dogs sleep indoors. Minus 100 degrees Fahrenheit, antifreeze freezes and must be eaten with a spoon. Minus 460 degrees Fahrenheit, absolute zero, most molecular motion stops. Mainers meeting at the post office start saying, cold enough for you? And minus 500 degrees Fahrenheit, Hell freezes over. The poor and the middle class get a taxpayer bailout. Investment bankers have to bail themselves out. And Mainers eat tofu. Here's a field and forest report. In addition to the regular finches and chickadees and the flocks of red poles, we've been watching two pairs of cardinals under the bird feeder on these bitterly cold days. Cardinals used to be a southern bird. They're related to finches, as a comparison of their beaks will show. And they can shell a sunflower seed in the twinkling of an eye with their large bill alone. Even a great big blue jay can't do that. They have to take the seed up into the tree, hold it in one foot, and hammer it open with their pointed beak. 
The sight of a bright red male cardinal on fresh snow is one of the unforgettable sights of winter. And then there was the mallard duck that came to the bird feeder. One of the beauties of soft snow is reading the signatures the creatures leave behind in their daily travels. In my short walk to the church and back, I see deer tracks going and coming from the orchard. I see bird tracks everywhere. I also see trails of unknown tiny wild mammals, pine mice, meadow mice, shrews, voles. Some tracks show only the mark of a little round body plopping into the snow with the thin line of a naked tail behind it. Others show the small front feet followed by the longer back feet looking like tiny, tiny rabbit tracks. Due to their small body mass, these mini mammals need mega food to survive in the bitter cold. And we may see desperation in their meandering trails punctuating the pallid page of winter. What food do they find to eat during these dreadful days? Meanwhile, we gladly return ourselves to a warm house and a hot meal, remembering our tiny, struggling, but much stronger cousins. A mouse is miracle enough, wrote Walt Whitman, to stagger sextillions of infidels. And finally, here's a seed pod for you to carry around with you this week from Ralph Waldo Emerson. The inhabitants of cities suppose that the country landscape is pleasant only half the year. I please myself with observing the graces of the winter scenery. To the attentive eye, each moment of the year has its own beauty. And in the same field, it beholds every hour a picture which has never been seen before and which shall never be seen again. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and freeze for yourself.